Welcome to this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg Griffith as we together learn what it means to be leaders of our world as we faithfully love and faithfully lead. Like, share, rate, and review this podcast with your friends and others of influence for they too are looking for people like you to help them lead and love day to day. Without further ado, here is your host, Greg Griffith. Once again, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope and pray that you would help me out by rating and reviewing this podcast, uh, either on the Spotify or the iTunes platform that you're using. Today, I wanted to spend a little bit of time thinking this month as we begin to prepare for what it looks like in the mid to late summer as well as into the fall. I think that as we think about some of these things, we recognize the reality that uh, it's going to take a while for things to get back to what we want them to be back to. And I say it that way because I think it's never going to go back to what was normal. There will be that new normal as it is said. But there are some things that we say we desire this to get back to. We desire to get back to sporting events. We desire to get back to being able to go out into public venues, high school football games and wrestling matches and basketball games. We desire to get back to the movie theaters and all those things. And we desire to get back to church. Now, we also know that some things are going to look a little different. Some things are new that we're going to hold on to and it will never go away. Uh, online church is here to stay and it's here to stay on a larger platform than what than those that were doing it pre-COVID-19. We also know that there's going to be some new online learning experiences educationally. That has opened up. Every school is now recognizing the need to be able to offer online education, whether that be in elementary or in high school or college or post-grad. But we're also seeing uh, some things just as far as social norms that probably have become a reality. I'm not sure that masks will go away. Pre-COVID-19, people wearing masks was few and far between in our culture and our community. Uh, We're probably more likely to see a culture and a community that is just like uh, the Asian, uh, Japanese, Chinese community that use masks on a regular basis uh, when they're not feeling well or when they want to be protected uh, from those that they know are sick in that time frame, flu seasons, cold seasons, we might see the same thing. I think also what we're going to see is we're going to see the reality too of different uh, social norms uh, with strangers. And we're going to have to get used to uh, some of that as we think about those social norms and the things that are happening. But I think right now, and what I really wanted to spend some time talking about today, is the reality that we are all itching to get back to living. 
And, and I think we're seeing this in a few different ways. And so leaders, I want to talk to you about this, but I also want to talk to just what we're going to perceive in general. Uh, first, we're starting to see that fear, right? I'm afraid of catching COVID-19. I'm afraid of being out. I'm afraid of getting into public realm and range is moving into frustration. Now, this fear to frustration is going to go in a whole myriad of different ways. Some of it is going to seem like very trivial. I remember the other week, I my fear moved to frustration in that just everything was so hard. I was coming back into the office, but the office didn't have any of the amenities or the normalcies that I wanted. Coffee. I had to always bring in my own coffee, right? Um, and yet I was making some choices not to buy coffee out. So we see that, and that frustration was starting to get to me. And, and I had a really bad day, to be fully honest with you. Um, and we're starting to see some of that as well. You're seeing that in states that have had major, major lockdown. There's frustration. People are now starting to say, life is getting hard. I don't want it to be this hard. They're opening up. They're saying, I want to touch my grandchildren again. And rightfully so. Uh, and they're starting to say, I want to do this, but I want to do it safely. And so leaders, I think we have to recognize the reality that frustration levels are high right now, which means also that people and times will have reactions that are not normal. And it might mean too that you have some reactions that are not the same. Uh, I had this uh, a few weeks ago. I had a reaction uh, to something that it just was so out of character for me and and it just was a built-up frustration and it exploded and i wish i had taken advantage of a learning that i had heard caught from ian cron and knowing your enneagram but knowing when you have those feelings inside of you when you're unhealthy in whatever number you're in that when you have those feelings inside of you you employ the SNAP, SNAP, S-N-A-P acronym. And here's what it simply means. First, stop. Just stop. So those feelings happen, just take a pause, stop. And then notice the feeling. Notice the feeling and give just some authenticity uh, and uh, some life to that feeling that it's there. Don't ignore it. Don't push it away. Don't say I shouldn't. That is a feeling that you're, you're having. And then ask questions. Do I really believe this? So, so you generally those frustrations are going to come and it's going to be, do I really believe this person doesn't care? Do I really believe this person wants to make me sick? Do I really believe this person doesn't believe in social distancing? And, and then two, what does that person believe about you? Ask those questions. And, and then shape and form it too in the way of love, right? recognizing that and then lastly he talks about uh, pause now I want to also add if you're a Christian a slash to this pray right so basically he's just saying at this point take a pause from that moment and rebalance recenter yourself I want to say take a moment and pray 
uh, that God would bring you back into the health of the way you were created to be. And, and here's the other thing. As we're leading through this time, I think we lead through this time with, with calmness, right? There are a lot of things happening that are not in our control. If you're a business leader um, and you have an office uh, that's an open office because that was the end thing for about 10 years, and, and so you've got over 10 to 25 to 50 employees, you're not able to open. And there's nothing you can do about that. If you're a pastor and you have a church over 50 people, in some states you're not able to open. If you're in Illinois, in California, you've seen those guidelines. And really, they're saying, yeah, you can open, but here's how. And that how is saying, no, you can't. It, it becomes almost impossible. So, so first, the reaction, rather than say, this is lunacy, this is crazy, right, of, of getting angry, which, which is our frustration, because we have those frustrations, is really to be calm. To be able to look and say, how can we innovate? How can we innovate, right? What can we do that will inspire something different? Second, become data informed. Become data informed. See what the real data is that's out there. Don't always listen to what people are saying. Look at what people are doing. Don't always listen to what people are saying. Rather, look at what are people doing. So get data informed about this. And then third, using that data, be ready to pivot. Using that data, be ready to pivot. And, and that pivot, that's become kind of the end term here, of, of the end, end term of, of what to do, which is that we can pivot from where we were going. Now, here's the thing about pivoting, and I'm a basketball coach, I was, and so um, what, what we do when we pivot is basically as we say, I'm still in control of the ball, but I'm looking for another option. But notice this, your main goal never changed you still want to score, right? You're just now pivoting for a new option, either a new pass, a new shot, or a, a new opportunity, right? And so this is what happens when we pivot, right? The goal still remains the same. Now, this is the other thing. In the midst of all of this, right, never lose sight of what your mission is. And it, it doesn't matter what, what industry you're in, your mission for why you got started, why do you exist, still needs to remain the same. How the strategy and the implementation to fulfill the vision of that mission will change right now. It has to. Every single one of us, if you're still in operations, no matter what industry you're in, have changed your methods in order to carry out your mission. All of us have done that. Now I want to take a couple moments and talk briefly about the importance of holding firm to your mission. First, I think when you hold firm to your mission and then hold firm to the people that are helping you carry out that mission, meaning loyalty to that mission, I think you speak volumes and build volumes of credibility you will be sustainable by treating those who have helped you carry out your mission you will be sustainable by being loyal to them 
by sacrificing now for the long-term gain. And, and so I want to invite and encourage you to find ways, and maybe it means the bottom line isn't as good today, but it will be better tomorrow if you continue to hold firm to those who are carrying out your mission. Now, I'll say this as well. If you have people that are not helpful in carrying out your mission, then this is an opportunity for you to move them along. And, and rather than remain comfortable or remain out of conflict and leave them where they were, now you have a chance and an opportunity to help them move along and either not fill in and, and, and fill in with what you have or, or fill in with those who are really on fire for your mission and where you're going. Lastly, as we wrap up today, I just want to share one more leadership thought. And that thought is that as we lead and as we pivot, as we deal with people and as we deal with ourselves, let us remember that love is our guiding principle. Let us remember that love is our guiding principle. And, and here's the thing. <clears throat> I really believe this, especially speaking to you leaders. Right now, I'm guessing you're getting tired because this has been a brutal season. March 15th is a day that, as, as President Roosevelt said, will live in infamy. It is the day that the world shut down. But let us never forget first to take care of yourself. You as a leader must be healthy in your eating, your sleeping, and your routines. And, and, and that is what's called self-care. Leaders, if you are not taking care of yourself, you have no responsibility or ability to take care of another. Leaders, if you are not taking care of yourself, you have no ability to take care of someone else. So I'm speaking now to all leaders out there, take care of yourself. Tomorrow will always come and you want to be in it. You are better at your mission and better for others and better equipped to deal with the fear moving to frustration, better equipped to be able to snap, to stop, to notice, to ask, to pray, and better equipped to look at data with calmness and pivot with clarity when you're healthy. So be healthy. As we lead, I want you to know that we do this by faithfully leading and faithfully loving. And so as you lead, know that we lead together. We're not alone. Surround yourself with other leaders and other people who are walking through the season with you. They may not be walking in the exact same industry or way, but they are leading and they're leading well and we lead better together. Thanks so much. Once again, if you would be so kind to rate and review, uh, like and share this in whatever form and fashion that you're listening to this platform, that would be great. We'll talk to you next month.
Thank you for being a part of this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg next month for leadership insights to faithfully love and faithfully lead. Now go be terrific today.